0: This is Jason Crosson from Crosson from Sydney, Australia. And you're listening to today's Boondoggle with Bill Bailey. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this intro before the intro of our today's Boondoggle radio show. Uh, As you know, we're a veteran-owned and operated podcast, and this has been an incredibly therapeutic journey for me as a veteran that struggles with PTSD and anxiety, just getting out and talking to people. But uh, it does cost us some money, so if you feel so obliged to donate to our GoFundMe, we have a GoFundMe under Today's Boondoggle. We also have a Venmo at Today's Boondoggle that you can donate to, Uh, our Anchor Sponsorship, at anchor.fm forward slash today's boondoggle. Uh, any questions, comments, suggestions, complaints, you can email us at today's boondoggle at gmail.com. And please follow us on our social media sites at, uh, at today's boondoggle on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all your uh, social media platforms, as well as our YouTube channel, our Rumble channel, and our BitChute channel. Please follow, subscribe. Comment and download. And please consider checking out our sponsors. If you uh, support our sponsor, Dream Nutrition, you can receive 10% off your order by using the promo code Boondog10 at checkout. So, Dream Nutrition, they're a veteran owned and operated company as well. So, please support them and receive 10% off using the promo code Boondog10. Thanks for your time and thanks for listening. or
1: not hold on to your seats grab your girls grab your beer. what's going on it's Tommy Beck, you New listening to today's boon this is Mark Metcalf and you are listening to today's moon with Bailey on Domain Cleveland Radio you are listening to today's moon with Bailey
0: on Domain Cleveland radio yes Kato Kalen listens to this all the time welcome to the so, uh, I am Monty Heath. So one Heath, and you are listening to today's Boondoggle. Hey, what's up? It's John from
1: Skillet, and you are listening to today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio.
0: What's going on everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's boondoggle and real quick housekeeping note. If you are watching us on YouTube or if you are watching us on rumble or BitChute, please hit that follow and subscribe button. And if you're listening to us on whatever podcast platform you utilize like Spotify or iTunes and stuff like that, please hit that follow and subscribe button so we can continue to bring you uh conversations and interviews like the one i'm about to have right now with arash of the band tarantist how you doing arash i'm good how about you i'm i'm doing pretty good i've been like i said uh before we went on kind of looking forward to to hearing you know your message and um amazing you know I, i i remember hearing a little bit about the band back in the day when you guys first you know uh came over and then there's so much you know going on in the world and and uh but you know before we get into all that i i like to get a quick background so do you remember originally what you wanted to be when you grew up um
2: when i was very little it was it was a couple of other options uh, maybe pilots and then engineer and then maybe movie director and then at some point very like early teenage who so I made a solid decision to be a you know professional musician. <laughs> so I can nice. go through the world and you know visit the entire world as a musician. Nice. And then and learn different cultures, get to know different people, make new friends, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. I um like like what, what you know uh what music kind of caught your your ear back then that kind of attracted you to uh, becoming a musician?
2: Well, I grew up in an environment that um, rock and blues music has been playing a lot. So my mother was listening to a lot of like Pink Floyds and blues and stuff and rock and stuff. So then um, the more music that I got exposed to, the more, obviously, the more i um, windows are opening for you your vision expands and then when i was in the almost getting a teenager the heavy metal music just just changed everything
0: yeah yeah definitely
2: metal saves
0: saved our lives you know (laughs) yeah and you know i want to talk a little bit about that too because um i mean for the the audience that might not know your story and know of the band um want to fill them in on, on where you grew up and why, you know, uh, you know, how you were able to, you know, get into music, but how you had to kind of, you know, as you started playing, how you guys kind of had to stay underground.
2: Yeah. So I grew up in Tehran city of Tehran in Iran. And, um, as you may know, since like 44 years ago, there are a occupying barbarian group, uh, Occupying the country, so things got crazy, got changed. There was a revolution back in nineteen seventy nine. A very beautiful country with regular and normal laws and regulations, very uh, in the process of developing and moving forward, got taken over but by, by these crooks, and um, they changed everything back to like fourteen, fifteen hundred years ago. Some some religious. Crazy nonsense rules and regulations. So things got forbidden and you know illegal because God and their prophet didn't like that. <laughs> so and music got banned illegally. Uh, pff, human rights didn't exist anymore. The, the definition of that was has been changed to another nonsense. Women, they had to cover themselves. They're not, they were not allowed to go to the public or, you know, do anything to cover the hijab bullshit and stuff like that. And, um, people with other beliefs, with other thoughts, minorities who are, or, or LGBTQ family, they, they were all just, you know, destroyed. They did not have any right to exist or, you know, to be there. So things, everything move to the underground scene and,
0: and, there, and this was this was going on the, uh this rule was taking place you grew up or in this basically correct yeah
2: uh that that one uh, since not revolution of 1979 um things changed this way yeah i i, I was born a few years later through that so when, in the middle of all those crises we were born and um so yeah, when we were growing up, things still was like that. A few years later, some reforms to be called, um, they, were, they were trying to you know, make things a little bit better because they could not resist against the people. People wanted freedom, but wanted different things. A little bit was better, slightly, not completely, but everything had to be under their, their umbrella of nonsense. And then musicians, for example, they need to get permission from their morality offices. Whatever lyrics or type of music that they prefer to be praising their beliefs and their God and their prophets and things like that, those musics were getting um, only permitted by their own artists and celebrities or whoever you call it, their own production other than that you didn't have any right to exist to promote to produce to do anything so things had to be underground
0: private in your own home or for yourself and, and is that basically like uh cuz you said your mom listened to pink floyd and stuff like that now was that would that have been considered propagate uh you know like uh uh contraband you know yes that- definitely
2: definitely Definitely. So in, in
0: your ho- home, she was, you know, I mean, basically had to sneak in the music she enjoyed.
2: Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, some tapes and things from before the revolution that they had, or the family and friends that were coming from the overseas, just bringing us the stuff. And then later on, when the internet came and satellite came, things got a little bit better, more, more wider, and um, you had more access to things. But... In early years no so it was just total the whole world was going to a another direction this am I allowed to use profanity yeah <laughs> yes. so this whatever's um, they were dragging the country back to 1400 years ago you know okay um, so um, and then rock and metal they will consider you as a devil worshiper. Is this nonsense, old school thing, expired thing that still, you know, that thing is still is valid in their thoughts and beliefs. Unfortunately, Iran is a still, Iranian people are still suffering from those kind of garbage thoughts. Yeah. And you are getting arrested if you are carrying an instrument and guitar, specifically electric guitar. Oh, wow, what a Western devilish kind of tool. So, you're getting arrested and then here's your execution order go to the hell because our religion doesn't like that 1400 years ago they said do not play heavy metal that's against our you know <laughs> <laughs> so this crap so i mean we had to deal with all those bullshit. so um and then um we were teenagers um, By the late 90s and um, things like that, playing all those things with the music with our friends and classmates, then we got um, fortunate to be um, getting exposed internationally through the internet. So MySpace was very helpful.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, before that, though, I mean, for you guys just to get together and, you know, not just like listen to the music and enjoy it but like you said carrying a guitar electric guitar you know could have been a death sentence um you guys to get together and actually like practice which is pretty loud music like how are you able to get together and like jam and, and you know uh keep it so like underground because you know yeah. it could have been your lives
2: yeah. yeah very very secret and crazy very secretly quietly Y'all Messenger was helpful with arranging private shows and things like that back in the time. And then we were practicing or rehearsing two-story down the ground in a closet-sized basement. All the doors and windows been soundproofed with like this thick foams and everything. So very crazy, very quiet and dangerous. And anytime, any minute, there was a risk of someone, a neighbor or someone just calling, cops or police the morality police on us and yeah you know like like it happened to a lot of our friends it happened to a lot of our other people other bands they got arrested a couple of minor incidents happened to us also but due to the me being a internet computer geek and having access to the internet so we got very soon we got that international exposure and we got invited to go perform overseas and then we came out of the country but if we would have stayed there a few more months more um i wouldn't be here today i think i would have been in their heaven or their hell or something like that (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah and and so you guys are uh you know you you mentioned there was other bands that that weren't so lucky um what was like the underground music scene like and you you said you were able to have like secret like shows and get kind of people to to play for and stuff yeah. like that it's almost sounds like you know maybe like christian missionaries coming into you know a muslim country you know and trying to you're you're preaching the gospel of metal you know but it, it could have been a, a death sentence at your the risk of your life i mean yeah. what was the, the that scene like getting together did you get to play with other bands before you know what? Um, it was,
2: you're, you're a teenager and you're brainless somehow, right? <laughs> you don't see. You see up to some some certain points. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the passion and the adrenaline level was very high. Um, we were just you know, tech through text messages and phone calls with our friends, putting things together, arranging things very quietly, and then we only were letting. A few people that we trust you know we were letting them know um, no strangers our classmates our relatives our friends like that and um there was a couple of or maybe a few incidents that we had shows and events with other bands and in the middle of it also we, in in you know finding a pff, nonsense reasons to perform at the universities for example uh, Amphitheater or some places like that, but in the middle of the show, everything has been getting canceled. Everything has been getting, you know, um, turned over. But um, well, we had a, a small, tiny basement area. We would have invited our friends there, and very quietly, like like doing a very dangerous thing, <laughs> yeah. and um, locking up all the doors and windows play a 30 minute show, then opening up the windows to get some fresh air in and then playing the rest of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's so many, like, you know, there's, there's so many like scenes here in the States, you know, that, uh, You know, they say, oh, we're 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 really part of the underground or we're really. No, no,
2: that's that's just a bullshit. You want to you you want to you want to experience the real underground. Let me show you like some footages of those days. The, The fear. See, for the underground, the first thing that should exist is the fear, fear of your own matter of life or death. If you're playing a real underground show, any minute you might get killed. So yeah. don't don't brag that you you are an underground. You, you you're.
1: <laughs>
0: let me yeah. not,
2: let me close my mouth. Shut. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's that, that's you know part of why I wanted to have you on here. You know, uh, it, it, I mean, it's just uh, I can't imagine like, you know, like you said, you're a teenager and you're kind of not seeing planning ahead, but you're doing something that you you love that you feel that you're passionate about. But you're basically something that you're you believe in so much that you're willing to die for.
2: That's that's what we did, yeah. Putting yeah. our life in front for heavy metal. Yeah. So it's there's the a lot race. of people
0: that say that you know that there's a lot of metal heads out there, but I'm telling you what, man, I'm glad I'm having you on to get you know give a lesson to to all the uh, supposed uh, <laughs> metal. I'll challenge everyone.
2: Every 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 tough heavy metal dude, come challenge me. <laughs> to see who, who is tough I'm just kidding but I mean I'm mean, having fun with this conversation but that's a reality you know I'm not bragging but it's yeah. just, just messing with the heavy metal family
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so you know if you were good with using my space and I mean that alone because I, I I'd read how you know all of a sudden then you had like what like cnn and npr and i mean the word got out about who you guys were what you were doing and you were still there yes when you were being discovered and this all this media yes hype started coming so wasn't that like i mean could that have gone awfully bad and you know for you guys it could definitely
2: definitely the cover's been pulled off yeah. so uh, we started receiving a lot of attention a lot of requests emails people authors medias were getting visa to come iran to come into the iran specifically to have a talk with us to write book about us to do episodes and documentaries about us and we had a like you're a teenager so your schedule is like busier than ministry of foreign affairs that that many (laughs) foreigners are coming to visit you it was exciting it was you know it was giving us the drive to keep doing it so we 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 knew that we're doing something wrong we're doing something evident this this guy's from like japan america germany austria europe all over the place they are coming and visiting us putting time to talk with us so we're doing something right Let's, let's keep doing it. And then all those media or press that were spreading the word brought us that internationally recognized artists type of thing, status. We got invited to festivals in Europe and then South by Southwest to the U.S. and then we came to the U.S. as internationally recognized artists and then continued there. So we were lucky. I mean, everything happens so fast.
0: Yeah, I was going to say like couldn't the Iranian government, you know, that now that the 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 cover's been blown and what you yeah. guys have been doing there, couldn't they have shut everything down and just you guys yeah. could have you know, but um totally. I guess thankfully everything, you know, happened as you said so fast that you were able to I mean, get approval to to leave. Yeah. And, yeah,
2: yeah. A living yeah. example of heavy metal saved my life. So <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and and then um you know so you were able to play those festivals over in europe but then when was it where you guys were able to uh come to the states and how what was that procedure like it was come- it,
2: it was around 2007 that we came here we got an invitation to play at south by southwest and then a, a few other shows and then we went through a long visa process from So we had to miss the first year first shows and stuff like that. It was very tough. Then we had to wait for the next year. And things started like in the U.S. um, Officially started around 2008, the shows that we had and festivals that we had. And since then we are here in Los Angeles.
0: And, um, you know, uh real quick too. I, I know we we discussed it a little bit before we went on, but I'm always curious about uh, band names. What what's the meaning behind your your uh, uh, name? Tis
2: means bitten by tarantula. So um, tarantulas are nasty people in the society. You get bitten by them, you get toxic, and you get dense disease, which is called tarantism. Our first album is tarantism, and then. With that dance disease, you want to get the poison out of your body, and that dance for us is th- those headbangs. So through headbangs and those movements, we try to, you know, heal ourselves and clean our bodies from
0: all those toxic things of the society. Okay, great. And then, um, like, also, it's kind of like a re would it be like a reconditioning because I'm sure, you know, some of the, the things you grow up around culturally, especially under that type of government, you know Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, some of us like even here in the States grow up in maybe a family, that's a certain religion or something like that. And it's just like, you have these, these beliefs that you're taught. And then as you get older, then you have to re relearn or unlearn what you've been taught. Is that part of the, of the process you guys went through or is that something that you are kind of already experienced at a at a young age and you knew right from wrong and that's why you chose i mean the family is very
2: important in this matters so luckily we kind of learned it at the early years and ages so i think that what family
0: teaches you is very important so i agree yes And then, um, you know, so you guys come over here to L.A. You said you moved around uh, here about 2008. Things started happening for you guys. And you've been able to play some festivals and share stage with with uh, some of the bands that you would sneak to listen to over there. Correct. Like who are some of your favorites that you you would enjoy listening to back home in Iran?
2: Yeah, in Iran, um, actually, um, we call it Iran. Um, So yeah, yeah, the music set, usually I grew up, one of the major ones was Pink Floyd, and then Metallica, and Zeppelin, of course, um, Testament, The Slayer, and Death. And um, those bands have a very um, heavy influence on me. And then um, sharing stage with bands, Back in 2008, we, we were playing the South by Southwest Festival. We were playing at around 9.15 at the venue. And then on the evening of that show, because South by does the secret announcements daily, in the middle of the day, they announced there is a this show going on tonight. So they announced Metallica is playing at 10 o'clock at a couple of doors away from our venue. So... And then the next year it was Motorhead. So the next year it was like another great bands, a lot of great bands that um, we had the pleasure and honor of like being in the same festival
0: with them. Now, have you ever got to uh, meet some of these musicians now since you've been here?
2: Yes, yes,
0: I've, I've, I've met almost all
2: of my favorite musicians, role models, some of them, yes. I've met with them. Most of them, they they already knew about us. They've heard about us. Most of them, some of them, when we talked, I introduced myself and my project and my band. They were very impressed. Beautiful heavy metal family.
0: Yeah, and how, uh, I mean, I was going to say, how inspired were did a lot of them seem by your story that, I mean, their music played a role in inspiring you where you were, you know, under what you were. The conditions you were living in to to seek out this uh profession and then you know you were able to get out and now create your own um from them well i i think um, all of them they were very impressed
2: and happy that you know what they've been doing ha- has a good effect on, on on other people's lives so and at, at this point I would like to ask them to be more vocal about what is happening about um, in Iran, about Iranian peoples, what is happening with the musicians, rappers, heavy me- metal musicians, everyone are in jail, getting arrested, getting executed, women's rights. These are your fans. They've been yeah. listening to your music. I would like you to be more vocal about that, More to post more about, what is happening? The Iranian current revolution. People are trying to change things, to revert back things to the normal. Um, I would like you to spread the word and try to raise more awareness about this matter.
0: I agree, and you know that's like I said, another reason why I wanted to have you on. You asked earlier if uh, if uh, you could use profanity, and I try and be as free speech as possible on on my. My podcast, I don't know what you know I've, I've had YouTube take down a couple episodes because you know we're under their uh their rule, but i mean i I let it fly here, and I like to get these types of messages out to uh the audience and stuff and and uh you know I found you know and I want to get up to current events with with you and and your latest song, but uh real quick, I wanted to ask too like tran- life transitioning. You know, when you guys first moved, I mean, you've been here for a little while now, but what was life like, you know, for you, what kind of culture shocks were there for you? And like, what was life like transitioning here to this, to life in the States from growing up in Iran? Um,
2: you know, again, like I say, um, like I said, my own personal experience would be totally different from other people, again, because of the family, the 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 awareness the the familiarity of them with the western um, culture i was blending a little bit my you know it was very smoother for me but for other people would be definitely more difficult and um more challenging still being familiar with things um seeing them through movies films relatives sharing their experiences all those things But when you step in it on your own, when you experience it by yourself, it is different. It is very shocking. It is challenging. A lot of ups and downs. For example, um, in Tehran, when you look at north, there are mountains and hills. But in L.A., when you look at south, (laughs) there are hills. (laughs) So things are, the whole world is upside down. So it is, it is, night over there it is early morning here these are the basic things but and then the language the small tiny things in the culture
0: every, everything is very challenging
2: so but it's like it's not know, for everyone
0: but then also like you know the things that you know were basically forbidden over there and then you come here like i mean you know a lot of the um you know, just were you shocked at some of the things that you're able to do here in the States that wouldn't have been like.
2: Yeah, the main question to... that pops up in your mind is why, in these years, in this stage of the whole world, some crazy idiot people are still thinking that much like backwards? Why these normal things that we call it freedom in the West world? why these things are forbidden or illegal in the other part of the world what what is it causing what's happening what what is your main fucking reason to say this thing is forbidden this thing is against who which which god which fucking prophet who yeah you know we are all human we are all creating this bullshit in our our own dirty nasty fucking minds no people no a, a spiritual creature is above us They don't exist. No one is holier than the fucking current human being. No one.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I was raised Catholic and stuff. And that's like part of what I was talking about with having to unlearn some of the things that I was taught. And, you know, I'm, I'm in recovery and I, you know, I, I do believe in a higher power, you know, of my understanding, you know, and uh, I, I consider myself a Christian, but I, totally agree 100% with you because I see the biggest problem with any of us having a connection with the God of our understanding is usually because the followers ego and pride get in the way and they, they try and control it. They use it as a control thing where it's supposed to be like a personal relationship, you know, for ourselves, for our own personal growth. You know, but when others use it as a control mechanism to tell you this is wrong, this I've had people in my Christian circle tell me that I should stop listening to secular music and going to heavy metal festivals and stuff like that. You know, it's like and it it, so it's they're like almost no different than, you know, where you came from. And and it just it just boggles my mind, you know. um, Yeah, that I mean, I didn't mean to
2: be offensive to any religion, any prophet, any representative of any faith or anything or anyone who practices. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, okay. I here. mean, you, you're allowed to believe Definitely. what you
0: believe and say what you want to but, say on here,
2: man. But I'm saying it, these things shouldn't create, you know, barriers that someone orders or tries to, you know, to, to be on top of another person because of those kind of beliefs no the person that doesn't have faith on those things might be right also might have a more valid points than what you're thinking you know
0: yes i agree I, 100%. I, I, I look
2: at i look at this differences between religions as different versions of mac os or microsoft windows <laughs> they get upgraded during the days and and the old school uh, influencers they didn't have social media so they would gather people in a desert or wherever and gather some people and they become a successful influencers you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. i look at things that way so things need to be updated and upgraded you don't oh, have to get yeah. stuck in whatever
0: thousand years ago <laughs> exactly and then um you know i wanted you to kind of like you, you you put the plea out to other musicians and and people in, in uh, 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 other artists out there that you know, that seemed like we ignore so much of, you know, the injustices going on in the world because it doesn't really, it's not personally affecting me, you know? And, and, and this one thing that I, you know, uh, that, that has been really bothering me about, you know, America right now is the fact that how easily everybody's distracted and they have these, uh, these idol worships of celebrities and stuff like that, but they're so distracted by like, Bread and circuses here that they don't think well because these things are happening in another world that they can't happen or other part of the world that they can't happen here. And and I and I see a lot of things that are you know are changing here. Can you kind of educate like the people or especially like your fellow musicians on like that have lived their entire lives here and they kind of feel entitled or you know they forget how good they got it or the importance of staying educated and willing to, to keep the fight to make it Yeah. The,
2: the main thing that comes into the, actually it came to my vision from the beginning was people here are taking things for granted. Yeah. So I think, okay, always it is like that. It's going to be like that. And yes, unfortunately they were not aware of what's happening in the other parts of the world, in the other countries. And, um, You go to guitar center or any other store, buy an instrument. You call a couple of friends in your garage or any other place, rehearsing rooms available for you. You go rehearse and call the local venues. You put a show, your friends are there. If they like it, the crowd gets more and more. And then some other people come and give you contracts or whatever. So, and then you're in, in a business, but in some other countries, there's no, or there has not been any music store. If you were looking for a music store, you were labeled as a um, infidel. If you find a music store and buy an instrument, even if you find the perfect instrument that you want or not perfect, just simple type of instrument that you want. If they see that with you holding to it, you'll get arrested. You go to jail you go your death penalty if you play the music where where to play garage rehearsing room no there is nowhere for you to go do all those things okay fine fine let's let's do it in the basement in a closet side in, in in somewhere hidden where do you want to perform that can you call the local club there is no fucking club or venue there for you okay we find a, a place sure let's play the music here's the permission from the morality fucking office do you have the permission are you with us are you promoting our agenda oh you're not okay then devil worshiper go
0: mm-hmm. fuck yourself
1: <laughs> so yeah. yeah
0: open up your eyes exactly and and it's like i i i see some of and you said before uh I forget what year it was that that 1979, 1979, you were more free, you know, you had more freedom. Yeah, yeah. The country was more free and stuff and you were able to do and it just took, you know, you know, it's it's
2: American president, American presidents with their families, American actors. Musicians, bands, they were having shows inside of Iran. They were having to, Iran was a part of their tour dates, uh, they're part of their events, opening of their movies, opening of their tour shows. Presidents were going there. Um, Iran was a, a major tourist spot in the Middle East. Um, at huge ceremonies, festivals things were happening there they yeah. had something like Woodstock in iran back in the time you know
1: hey baby this is double d also known as dream daddy and i gotta tell y'all something about our new sponsorship here at today's Poodago. and the name is dream So if you're looking to empower your human vitality, well then you come to the right place. With over 12 years of combined experience in cannabinoids and terpene products, Dream Nutrition products include... CBD oils, patches, protein, and so much more. The endocannabinoid system is believed to have involvement in regulating physiological and cognitive processes, including the immune system, appetite, pain sensation, mood, memory, and in mediating the pharmacological effects of cannabis. Support this veteran-owned and operated company today, and today's Boondoggle fans will receive 10% off their orders when using the promo code Boondog10, and check out, that's B-O-O-N-D-O-G-10, and check out. So go so to the link. That's dreamnutrition.com. Forward slash discount. Forward slash Boondog 10. And remember, Dream is not spelled like Dream Daddy. It's spelled D-R-E-E-M. And start saving today because you deserve to feel your best. And you know that's right. So tell them Dream Daddy and your brand from today's Boondog sent you
0: yeah and and, but it's like you know going back to the people here like the the i guess the quote unquote blue check marks i guess we'll call them that uh they want to they want to complain about how bad things are but what are they doing to try and make things better here but they're ignoring that we're getting you know by shutting down other people's voices that you don't like to hear and censoring other voices because you don't agree with what they're saying, which I'm seeing a lot of that happening now here. That's almost leading to, you know, the type of uh, environment you grew up in over there. You know, the morality police is kind of controlling where everybody's paying attention. Like, heaven yeah. forbid people speak out against China right now. You know, yeah, a lot of the NBA or a lot of the the, the sports teams that get all their stuff over there. They don't want to. They don't want to you know, bite the hand that feeds them. So we just ignore all the injustices going on over there. And then, you know, the propaganda that we're fed here about Iran, you know, don't want to pay attention. I mean, we have all these, you know, the women's rights movements and the LGBTQ movements here protesting, but it's like, well, what about your brothers and sisters, especially your sisters, that what they're dealing with over there, you know? Yeah. And that's what you guys have been shining a a light, you know, uh, with your, your, especially your current single, uh, revolution, you know, you want to share about, uh, the inspiration behind revolution and what, uh, led to that.
2: Uh, sure. Yeah. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. So, um, all these years of 44 years of nonsense and, um, imposing uh, wrong beliefs and everything to the people. There's been always protests and um, um, gatherings against all these things. But anytime, each time it's been getting cracked down, people were getting killed again in and things like that. And In another recent incident back in uh, September of this year, a young Iranian girl with with, with her family from a small city in west of Iran. They, they come to the capital, Tehran. And then because the girl had a few strands of her hair out of her hijab, headscarf or whatever, she gets arrested by the police. She gets beaten in the head, dragged on the floor or who knows, God knows, whatever happened to her, raped maybe in the prison, and then she dies. And Following up with all this current uprising and everything at this point people got very mad and You know up to the point that they cannot stand anymore So everyone went came out to the streets protesting that why you're still doing this to us why innocent people are getting killed And then to prove that they didn't kill that girl They started killing other people with heavy weapons with war weapons in the streets more people got arrested. Young, young, eight years old, nine years old, ten years old, kid, boys and girls are getting killed. Girls in the school, in the primary schools or middle schools are getting kidnapped. They're getting imprisoned and getting raped into the prisons by this fucking occupying regime that is, you know, taking over Iran at this point. So it's been ongoing unrest. It's been ongoing protest, and since people were getting killed and that those the of the, you know, craziness, just elevated and escalated very fast. Um, everyone has been saying it that okay, this is not actually. We've been one of the first people that we're like, oh, hey, this is not protest. This is this is a revolution. We, we people are trying to change things, so everyone. Is now have the faith that okay this revolution is happening and we need to be victorious very soon. And um, the the idea behind the song was just raise more awareness about what's happening. That um, um, one of the main slogans of this protest is just you guys messed up or you guys fucked with the wrong generation. This generation is not buying any more bullshit from you. We will will take over and we'll devour you. So. And then there are more slogans in it, "Woman, life, freedom, um, which is the main slogan of this uh, women um, movement. And all the men's and um, everyone is supporting this, shoulder by shoulder, men and women of Iran together. And um, yeah, basically, that's it. And then um, trying to say that, okay, people are getting imprisoned, getting your, getting, kidnapped getting raped into the jail and prisons so around the world what are you guys up to just <laughs> yeah this is happening here
0: now you know i'm a i'm a father i have two daughters you know that are young women now and and i try and you know um remind them about you know how how good they have it here and to be, you know, when 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 we get all these uh these issues that come up, you know, it's like, yeah, stand up and and have your voice be heard. You have the right to have that that here. Um, but also be grateful, have a little bit more gratitude because of of what you have here. Don't feel entitled, you know, don't take things for granted, like you were saying. I, I try and teach them that. I remember, you know, I, I served in our military here and I was uh, uh, you know, I'd been over in I served in Kuwait and, um, you know, I remember being there and just seeing, you know, some of the kids out there playing. And at the time of my last deployment, my, my girls were little, you know, and I seen some of the kids out there playing and I was like, you know, there's no reason why my kids can't be playing with these kids. You know, why are we, you know, why do we get information that these people aren't good and you know, or you know, why do we? You know, because they gotta, you know, they gotta pump up the machine, so they gotta feed feed your head full of, you know, like our news does, our media here does. You know, who the bad guys is? Who who are we supposed to be, you know, not like, and who who's uh who's supposed we're supposed to be distracted by, you know, where like you said with this generation now with with the internet, we're able to kind of, it's almost like a great awakening, you know, but it's still. Sh- hopefully would happen hopefully happens faster that more people are aware that we're all brothers and sisters and there's there's actually we all share a common enemy you know
2: exactly exactly and then in this country we've been people have been um, shouting for you know to get get rid of discrimination discrimination is happening to iranian people also inside the country And outside the country, I, myself in the industry have been discriminated, discriminated so many times opportunities. They didn't give it to me because of having a darker hair or tone, skin tone industry and people in charge of any sort of like major things, they are discriminating. Yeah.
0: Every, yeah. So, you
2: know,
0: yeah, and, and so, yeah, and I'm, and there's validity to a lot of the things that, you know, um, I, guess, I guess what I was trying to say is like, you know, I mean, there is validity to a lot of what we protest here in the States, and we need to pay attention and stay aware of where things are headed. But at the same time, it's like we can't forget what's happening in, in places like Iran, what's happening in places like China, what's happening even you know australia that everybody used this this whole pandemic thing we went through and it seems like we've been we we had less and less freedom in 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 in, but but safety and security is what they use to to keep us protected they say you know but but usually when they take some rights away they're not right they're not always handing them back you know Mm -hmm. they're not in a hurry to hand them back yeah yeah um but, like, so the protests now ha- are, are still continuing over there, correct? Definitely, definitely,
2: yeah. It's been 80-something days so far, close to 90 days, three months of ongoing protests, day and night. And, um,
0: and nothing yeah. on the TV, you know? It, it's not being, you know?
2: Congratulations
0: to the yeah. TV owners. Yeah. Amazing job. Yeah, not, the 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 revolution will not be televised, as they say. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have uh, Brazilian people are out for I don't know how many days protesting their last election. Like I said, the Chinese people, the the restrictions that they've been under, are uh, uprising and protesting. We have uh, you know what's happening with the Iranian women and everybody over there um, protesting, but. You know we're being distracted now by by a rapper that was you know <laughs> saying wild stuff on his interviews it's 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 a game it's all theater yes to keep us yes. distracted from the real issues to keep us divided because exactly. of a united human family we outnumber you know the 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 controllers
2: exactly exactly yeah yeah and, unfortunately uh, some people keep deciding for the the whole globe
0: yeah and that's you know that was uh you know so now you kind of I guess you kind of feel where my passion's at and why I was excited to get you on to share you know yeah uh, yeah. I really appreciate that yeah your story Mm -hmm. um now what what else is going on with with the band um like any plans for uh playing any uh festivals next year or tours Stuff like that well, um,
2: I've been sharing this with the other interviews that I had recently so we're, we're constantly creating new songs and things stuff as far as the shows um we definitely would need and appreciate any help from anyone that can help us because um putting shows is 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 not our expertise it needs a lot of other coordinations and stuff so um that would be amazing. We're, we're, we're willing and we're ready to, we we have our regular rehearsals and performances. We had a couple of festivals during like past few years, some private TV shows and things like that. But a, a show, a public show would need coordination, which is beyond my shoulder. Um, My, my, my plates are full. We are a, Independent self-produced band. So, as a matter of, as a result of getting discriminated in an the industry, they didn't. So, um, a good deal doesn't exist for exotic people. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're trying to uh, come up with, have a partnership with some some organization or companies to have better shows and better line line lineups and tours, things like that.
0: Well, you know, I'm hoping that we can do, you know, something having you guys on here will help, uh, you know, turn some eyes your way because everybody talks about like, you know, here in the rock and roll is like, you know, the rock and roll world, especially like heavy metal is, you know, we're all fighting against the machine. We're fighting against the man. We're all united. But it seems like a lot of people have fallen in line. You know, a lot of the people I, I grew up listening to have, have kind of just turned to and fallen in line. You know, instead mm-hmm. of fighting against it, they're fighting for the machine because their pet their pockets are padded, you know. Yeah. Yeah. A- and um, yeah. I I I'm still one that supports the people that are are fighting for a cause and trying to get the word out about injustices. And um, you're doing a great job, man. Yeah. Well, thank you. And and yeah. so are you guys. So, in the meantime, if there's no opportunities to play out, um. You're going You guys are just gonna continue to use your skills to raise awareness and yes. get the word out. Yeah. And try yeah. well, and hopefully inspire others to, you know, get behind the yeah. cause. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We can simply have like the tiny shows, the small shows around, um, and most venues, you know, these days are pay-to-play, so ridiculous policy. But, but I prefer to just have like a better production better shows there than like tiny regular venues clubs so um
0: hopefully we can come up with a better idea yeah well there's a lot of i mean when you guys first came to the states you said you played south by southwest but and there was a lot of buzz but you know it's kind of fallen since like none of these other major festivals have kind of been like hey let's get these guys on
2: to be honest, I don't know why. I don't seriously. I mean, I, I said that they they might have their own agenda, but we've been always active. We've been always so many years. We played at South by every almost every year. We played at South by since two thousand and eight. Um, and I don't know. I mean, it, it's a good question from them.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're asking the question right now. So if they're out there listening, you know there's no excuse we need to get you guys out i'd love to see you guys perform here in cleveland and if i had the 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 power and the pull i'd love to bring you bring you guys here The you know and you could check it out the rock and roll hall of fame you know definitely we we would love to yeah man yeah we would love to yeah but um it, you know um but like you said in the meantime it's just kind of you, you guys are going to keep doing your thing, what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. We have, we will, getting the message out. Yeah.
2: We will definitely have our online presence going harder than ever. So yeah. Production every day. Non-stop songs on Spotify, YouTube, Apple music, wherever. So every couple of weeks, there would be a new production there. And um, yeah. And then everyone, who would love to check us out all social media all platforms only tarantist and then we're easy to reach out any email all our emails are there just Tarantist at Tarantist.com. through any social media you can also contact us we have this pleasure of building a friendship with whoever are follow, have been following our music they are a part of our family they are our, our friends Whatever another thing on our social media um we used to have a lot of followers but because of some some bots and accounts related to the islamic thing the government they've been reporting us since we are posting like um, socially conscious content they've been reporting our posts and then our page is getting restricted and restricted and most of the time it is on read only whoever follows the page it doesn't show. So our numbers are very low, but our interaction in our back panel, we see like hundreds of thousands of people each month. They're, they're checking our stuff, uh, which is amazing. But the real numbers down there, it doesn't show. And I have a collection of different notifications and restrictions from these social media giants also. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, believe it or not, man, I've I, this, this little podcast here has experienced the same same thing you know I, I you know i i've had two uh or two or three videos taken down you know from youtube i've had you know i've gotten you know put into facebook jail it's like big tech if if you don't say yeah. what they want you to say yeah you know but uh i'm like you i, I i'll i'll when when there's something that i don't agree with is 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 going on you know i'll be with the with the bullhorn from the rooftops until they shut me shut me up yeah. you know yeah, but exactly. uh I, I like to shine a light and, and give other people the opportunity i'm sure we'll get strikes for having you on today you know but oh well i'm willing to 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 take that fall with you man
2: you know <laughs> yeah to be honest at some point he gave me the, the depression that okay here's my lifetime career and this is getting you know pushed down and destroyed like this by these guys. And I went through a very bad phase of like being sad about that. And then at some point with talking to the people over our social media and my friends, I I, I kind of was trying I was able to handle that that still we have the we have the opportunity to be heard. People are following us. So the numbers are getting manipulated by the Social media owners, but yeah, real people find us. We get connected with them. We get passion and love from them, and then we
0: feed it back to them. At this, we're trying. Amen. Well, that's what we're here for, man. We got to come together as as the the human human race, and you know, realize that uh, there's all these things being thrown at us because they don't want us united. You know, they don't want us together. They don't want us. you know when the people stand up you know to uh injustice exactly at the end of the day right
2: away yeah at the end of the day we're all human we're all equal with each other brothers and sisters no one is above the other one
0: agree and then um man it, it it's awesome to have you on and talk to you and and help get this word out but uh if you got a couple more minutes, I'd like to ask you some of the questions I normally ask the guests that I have My on pleasure.
2: My pleasure. Yes. You know, a, you. as a,
0: a musician, um, you know, um, you've, you've mentioned already some of the, the bands that influenced you growing up, but who would you say are your top three musical artists? Bands? You mean? Yes. Well, Pink Floyd
2: and Metallica are top two. The third one, um, the third one I always leave the room for, you know, getting updated, the new things. But back in the time it was a slayer. Then through years
0: I, I changed it with different things. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And then is there, you know, we talk about, it, you know, like we talked about like revolution. You're writing music right now to try and inspire and raise awareness for people. Has there been any songs out there as you were growing up? from other artists that have been an inspiration to you.
2: Definitely from the artists that I said, including Rage Against the Machine, Testament. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of good songs. You too. And um,
0: yeah. And then um, now, you know, um, I don't know what, how the schooling systems were back back in your on, But, uh, you know, here I like to ask, like, uh, you know, what class you feel should be mandatory before you graduate? Um, I could have different answers to that, but
2: um, maybe a world culture or a humanity class.
0: Agreed. It's like, um, like you were saying, you wanted to tour, you wanted to tour the world, you know, get the band out, tour, meet other cultures, make new friends, meet other people, you know, um, I I had opportunity to do something like that during my time in the military, uh, kind of different circumstances, you know, but um, thankfully, I've always been kind of more of a thinking for myself and, you know, uh, looked at through different lenses at, at the world. But, the, you know, I feel it definitely played a big role in my life then, uh, to get out there and see other cultures and meet other people and try and get an understanding of, you know, how they they live. You know, we, we learn more empathy for, for each other um, that way as well, where, you know, it seems like the loudest people back here in the States I run into that think things should be done their way, stuck in their bubble they've never been out to experience other things yeah you know so i feel that's very important exactly exactly and then um who are three people who've inspired you or you can credit for making you the person you are today
2: my mother she's the number one and then um the late king of iran i at Reza Pahlavi. He was, um, the king of Iran before revolution. His his character, his knowledge has been always very inspiring and the stories of my grandfather that I've never met. So, um, I think these three are very important to me.
0: Nice. And then, um, you know, I always ask this question. I'm sure we know yours right now, but are there any causes or organizations that you support and encourage others to check out? Um, nothing specific at the moment. No. Other than just pay attention to what's going on over there, you know, especially for women's rights, you know, women having Yeah. A-
2: yeah, um well, you know the the, the fact with organizations most of them i'm not saying all of them but but almost most of them the major thing is just getting funds and donations and you know just going through paperwork and stuff like that so i'm not that much a fan of organizations and i'm not saying everyone is like that but it's still what i've seen on my personal experience they don't get things done the way that it should things are some point if if you claim that you're an organization for this cause you got to get that done you don't need a fucking bureaucracy or paperwork or go through this weight game or you know no yeah you're doing all those for donations and funds so i prefer to just look around and be in a real world than putting a limitation of organizations in front of my vision and saying nothing beyond that so you go explore for your own self talk with different people search different hashtags or keywords in a word and try to come up with other things to to you know to get to know what do you want to and where do you want to spend your money or support or your effort or you know your struggle so
0: nice i agree yeah
2: because um, united nations for example or unicef they are the, the most two major things that people are counting on them that whatever happens everyone is pointing at them hey unicef do something hey united nation do something bunch of lazy people sitting on their butts and collecting tax deduction bills and donations and not doing anything what what are they doing seriously shame on you
0: yeah, exactly and like there others, the ones that you know you donate but by the time your money actually reaches the cause you're donating to after paying, you know, the CEO and everybody else.
2: Yeah. And, and, and posting in a statement will not fix anything. No. Yeah. You, you post this a statement on your social media, your website, and send a letter. Who are you trying to, you know, humiliate? Who are you trying to? What are you thinking? You gotta yeah. be on the fucking field, wear your boots and be there and solve that issue if you're claiming that. The <laughs> statement is not fixing anything.
0: Exactly. You can use yeah. that as
2: a toilet paper. Use your fucking statements for as your toilet paper.
0: It's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, uh, the keyboard warriors, you know, but are you are you able to strap on their boots, like you said, and get out there in the field. You know, you're gonna be a fan in the in the in the bleachers. Or you're gonna get out there in the game and and really make a difference. You know, and that's where yeah, we need yeah. to get more people out there in the game yeah. making a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a here's a question that usually is uh, more uh, lighthearted. Um, favorite toy as a child? Well,
2: I had a tiny kind of drum. Type of instrument that was making sound and beats on it. So mm. then, and then, of course, joysticks of video games <laughs> <laughs> before the guitar.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: I mean, guitar is an instrument, and then Persian instruments of santur, which I le- started learning music with. That are my major toys. Well, it was it was it was a toy for me. I was, was spending time and you know playing with these instruments. So.
0: Gotcha. And then, um, you know, we just talked about, you know, like, you know, people putting their boots on and getting involved and getting, you know, actually, instead of just hiding behind a keyboard, getting involved and doing something, being of action. What message do you have for the people that are doing that right now?
2: The people that are in the field? Yes. I'm proud of them. I try to be with them as much as I can. And those are the real heroes. Those are the people that needs to be put the light on to, to get the exposure or talk about, not, not the officials in the organizations or the other places. Those are the real heroes of the human being,
0: living heroes of the day. Amen. Rash man, thank you so much for uh, this opportunity to to talk to you. And, uh, you know, I I have your your email and and your number. So, um, you know, let's try and stay connected. I'll have you back on, you know, anytime, you know, Um, I support uh, what you guys are doing. And, and, um, you know, I really appreciate uh, getting to know you more.
2: Thank you so much. It was a pleasure and honor being here. I really appreciate the time that you put for this cause. And also I I would like to thank whoever is listening or watching to this. Thank you for your precious time. That means a lot to me. And, um, I would be always happy and honored to be in touch and in person do shows, do whatever. That would be amazing.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. You come to Cleveland, we're hanging out for sure. Definitely. (laughs) definitely. (laughs) And, And then, um, you know, you kind of mentioned a little bit for, uh, people that, uh, you know, maybe new to learning about uh, you and your band and stuff, but, uh, you know, just a refresher. If people want to support you guys and follow and check out your music and and be more involved, where would you send them? Tarantis, well, we
2: have a very uh, simple website, tarantis.com. And then we have a YouTube channel, Tarantis, our Instagram, Tarantis, Twitter, the same thing. On Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, whoever, whatever platform that you listen to the music, Trantist is, is just one word. And then if you would like to speak with us, you need anything, you would like to communicate more, just send us a message on social media or email, trantist, trantist at trantist.com, on Instagram message, wherever. So easy to find these days your pocket in your phone you just open the browser and search for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you gotta do the effort though you know yeah you gotta put it a little bit of work
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: just just open the app and search
0: for it that that, that that's it that yeah <laughs> exactly hit follow hit like yeah you know hit listen um man awesome man i i, I really appreciate uh you know, talking with you. If I could get you to do one last favor before I let you go. Yeah. Do you mind cutting a promo ID for this show? Just introduce yourself and you're listening to today's boondoggle. For
2: sure. Yeah. Should I do it now? Yeah. Whenever you're ready. Hello, this is Arash from Trantispend. You're listening to today's boondoggle podcast.
0: Awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much, Arash. Appreciate My your time. And thank, thank you. you. Yeah, we'll, yeah, of we'll course. Stay in touch.
2: Amazing speaking with you. Yeah, man. Take care and we'll be in touch for sure.
3: kind of neat place. Yeah. I remember he let me Another use this fishing rod. We're out in the middle of the bay and I'm Shardy. casting and man I got something hits this thing and man I'm we're like catching oh shirts. my god. I'm trying to fight this thing and all of a sudden Jeez. it snapped it. Yo. Didn't have a wire leader. Hey. Got it. Come on man this guy's poop. <laughs> <laughs> got <his> um, a <laughs> poop. The
1: cramps. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, he needs money. Oh.
3: <laughs> He's got to pay his bill. Remember, he, he had that fish, right? Yeah, he had, he had like a four dollar, dollar lure on it, yeah. but he didn't
0: have a leader on it. Whatever it was, Danny, it I just
3: snapped that them. bit. back. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got a, a good three weeks of trying to catch. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a while. I oh, Run around the Caribbean oh, no, on that the, the first ship I was on. Yeah, yeah. that's where we were stationed. We'll
0: have to get a group one too. I'm looking at it. That's fine.
3: Brand new, you know. I'm 18 years old. See the water temperature coming in the engine room, it's like 98 degrees, know, Ooh, we're gonna go swimming, you know, we're we pulling to Puerto Rico and like, I'm going in the water, we're going swimming right by the landing there, the beach, we're drinking up at the, well, I remember a long fucking hill I had to go up and walk to get to the Did bar, you, it, we didn't get drunk, we, called, come right? all the way, we come all the way down them steps and everything, now we're all drunk up, the whole engineering department's all fucked up, we're now. going swimming, we go right around the corner, strip down, we're naked, look, there's a, there's a barge out there, they got anchored out there. Swim out to the barge. We're perfect, jumping off this perfect barge. Swim, you know, we're having good old time. People are getting scratched up on the barge. Also, all these lights. It looked like an airport. <laughs> all these little cars and all that piece and that are all got their spotlight. Get out of there. Bullhorns and all that. You guys, everybody out of the water. Out of the pool. If it wasn't for the, it was the whole engineering department, we would have got really in trouble. But it took all our... We're coming out naked, you know, got our clothes everywhere, taking our IDs. you got to go to your clothes pile and give them your ID. Put some <laughs> clothes on, climb in the back of these trucks, take us back to our ship. And they held us all there until the Master Chief command came down to get the stack of ID cards. claim you. And check us out. Like daycare. <laughs> like, <"Take> <laughs> like I said, if it wasn't for the whole M Division, the CO would have fried all of us. We were swimming where all the seals train over there, and there's all kinds of ordnance and shit in the water we didn't know about. It was right by that landing. Saw so his big toe touches a fucking oh, mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're swimming oh, around, they sh- got nets and they got <laughs> shit under the water. He goes, There's all kinds
1: of shit under
0: there for their so training. you guys play frisbee in <laughs> unexploded yeah. ordnance places? You go swimming with mines. Hey. Thank you for listening to another story time from the VFW Hall, brought to you by today's Boondogger. www.anchor.fm forward slash boondoggle, as well as on our GoFundMe and Venmo. Be sure to subscribe, comment, download and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker and all the other podcast platforms out there. Please email us with any questions, suggestions and comments via Boondoggle at gmail.com Leave us some five-star reviews and help spread the word. Thanks again for listening.
1: Thank you for tuning into this week's Today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran owned and operated cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news and information, and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for supporting, sharing, and tuning into today's boondoggle.